You're listening to Magrito Podcast Network, celebrating the culture of Chicanos and Latinos one story and voice at a time. Connect on social, on Instagram and Facebook at Magrito. Find all the Magrito Podcast Network shows over at magrito.net. Turn on my mic. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, and hockey fans worldwide, we're here for another episode of the Emo Brown Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful people at Grasshopper, for all your medicinal, ooh, look at that, all your medicinal, recreational, cannabis needs, take $12 to their facade, get three pre-rolls with my beautiful face on there, smoke it up, do your thing, get on the next level, go outside and look for aliens in the sky, they're out there, we're not alone. This is also brought to you by the big homie, El Tio Bobby, out of Tribal Streetwear. For all of your Tribal Click Worldwide gear, make sure you cruise on into the lower left and get all of your stuff since 1989 when I was a wee lad at 10 years old. While you're there, while you're there, let's visit Isaac Ruiz and his world-famous brand, The Silk Cloud Company. For all of your younger, looking good in the hood gear, make sure you go visit the lower left and get yourself that there. What do you get? Emo30 gets you 30% off if you go to the silkcloud.com. Yes, that is it. Barry, no mas. I don't see how another. Do you have another one? Let's roll it out. While you're out there and you're trying to smoke your emo brown pre-roll, but you don't want to look like you're too on a sick one, make sure you get these dark-ass gafas brought to you by 9 Five. Barry, he wears his shades every day because it's a collaborative effort between 9-5 and 3-Punk Ales. Look at those things looking fabulous. Brought to you by the big homies from Chula Vista, Mike Metcalf, and 9-5. I have a pair, like three pairs of 9-5 shades. One are very thin. I have a big head. I have one of those um, indigenous heads because according to my uh, ancestry, I am 51% indigenous to these lands. That's right, Derek. We have a colonizer here with us today that we're going to get into in a little bit. Not quite yet. Before we get into that, I want you to make sure you guys rate, review, subscribe to all of the things we do here at Emo Brown, our YouTube channel, our Spotify, our, what is the other one, Apple Podcast. Barry, is your microphone on? Am I doing this alone today? Yes. There he is, my little China doll, looking fabulous, looking fabulous. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe, do all the things. Visit us. Member call. Roll everybody. Guess what, Barry? We have new members. We have new members, and the last week we have four new members. Hell yeah. Jay Santiago, welcome to the crew. We've all been thinking about you. Welcome. There he is. Midlife craft artist. Midlife craftist. Welcome to the crew. We've all been waiting for you. Lali Sanchez. What's shaking? Hey, I went to high school with you. Did you really? Yeah, that's, all, that's my friend Lali. Lali? Hi, Lali. There it is. T-Bubs. All right. Nobody went to school there. You know I, what I'm name is buzz. missing amazingly is not on this list. <gasps> Derek Dawson. Derek Dawson is here joining us from the San Diego Gulls. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's let Derek Dawson introduce himself. Hey, Derek, welcome. Turn on his mic, Barry. That's like you've been there before. <laughs> so can't tell me to Jesus mute shit. Christ, oh, man. man. Derek Dawson, longtime listener of the show, longtime friend of mine, longtime everything. Welcome. Why are you here today for this local Love Monday appearance? I'm just. Seen what you guys are doing down here and felt a little left out, so I thought I'd come hang. How wide of you? 
What are these minorities doing in the South Bay? And how do I get involved and try to take over? I see it. I see what you're up to, my little colonizing friend. No, in real talk, while we are real here talk. to represent the, the San Diego Gulls, yeah. look at you. You were such in a rush this morning, you forgot to wear all of your pants. I did. It I, only got to your no, calf, apparently. No socks. There was a nice. flood last Monday, so I thought maybe... 1998, you are looking good for 1998. I remember Capri pants were all the rage. I was in high school, and all the ladies wore them, but you pull it off I genuinely nice. Derek, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, we're, uh, we're promoting our, uh, our Mexican Heritage Night this Saturday. They sent you. To promote Mexican Heritage yeah. Night for the, the San Diego Goals. Absolutely. Okay, cool. I'm in. What do we got? <laughs> promote away. Hey, Saturday night. Go ahead. 6 p.m. Puck drop. We are giving away uh, Mexican Heritage. We're celebrating Mexican Heritage. Nice. We're giving away Mexican Heritage socks. I thought you were going to say we're going to give away Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> you get one. You get one. Oh, man. No, we're not. We're not going to Oprah. Like <laughs> you uh, get them under your seat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we were giving away Mexican heritage socks. I got nice. them right here. Let me see. Let's Show them see off. that shit. Oh. You don't wear oh, socks. Ten minutes. Oh, well, look at that. That's actually so I, I took them off so I could show Let them. me see these things, bro. Check it out. Oh. Uh, we're having see. a tailgate in the parking lot. From, nice. Uh, from four to six. We're going to have a discount on our uh, friends at Mason Aleworks and their Respeto Mexican lager. Get it, dog. Yeah. I, you know what? Get Thank you, Cesar Torres, for uh, making this happen for us today. Let's drink a little of this. Oh, oh, Award-winning Mexican lager. Right there it is. Nice. Crisp, refreshing, and classic Mexican lager. Just like what Caesar. do you do? What do you do at the San Diego Goals? I'm the manager of corporate partnerships for the Goals. Sounds intense. So I work with uh, companies in our in our area and, and outside our area that want to advertise and connect themselves with the team and and uh, partner up with us. How long you been with the San Diego Goals? This is season nine for me. Nice. I, I, I buzz balls with you a lot, but it's because, you know, I know you. We're friends. Yeah. We're acquaintances. I've known you for quite some time. From should. the beer scene, from the uh, jujitsu scene, yeah. from the, what else do you do? Like TRX? Uh, you, you, you've done you, now. You do like a testosterone shots and Botox. <laughs> what else? What, what else is on your arsenal of uh, triathlons? Yeah, I think that's steroids, that's yeah. steroids, <laughs> anabolics, all the creams, no, bro. We can, Balco. We, we can test after this for PEDs. I'm, right. I'm clean. Yeah, I'm Hall of Fame eligible. Hell yeah. What brought you to the goals? Oh man, I've been with the goals. I was a water boy for the goals in the 90s. Really? Yeah, yeah. 1995. We've had a team since the 90s. They, no, like, Bobby they left in 05 and came back in 15, this okay. iteration. Yeah, so it was like the WCHL, ECHL goals from okay. 95 to 2005. And it's a big it's a big deal, right? The San Diego goals is like... It's huge, man. It's okay. huge. And, and this team's uh, American Hockey League. We're the direct affiliate of the Anaheim Ducks. We're owned, and owned by the Ducks. And, and okay. We, we feed them with their uh, next level Breadcrumbs. Oh. Breadcrumbs, too, yeah. I want to be a hockey fan. I just don't know how to get into hockey. Real shit. You got to go to a game. Okay. So if you ask anybody that hasn't, or that, that's into hockey, how they got in, you got to go in person. Okay. You can watch it on TV. If you're into the game already and you watch it on TV, it's great. But if you go in person, feel that energy, crack a couple of uh, $5 Blue Line Blondes on Friday night, Oof. you're going to be a fan. Big fan of the Blue Line Blonde, Big man. Fan. Who makes that one? Mason Edwards. That's right, baby. Our friends at Mason Edwards. That's right. Brought to you by Caesar Torres. That's Worldwide it, man. Caesar and I collaborated. We've been working on this since, I'm not even going to name breweries, but six breweries. You know, you know what I do like? This is what I do like. Um, we're very loyal. I mean, I I know that we've been working with you for a minute. You've yeah. you've jumped in and you've helped us out at the uh, golf tournaments. I know you've been a direct friend of Caesar for quite some time. And he hit me up uh, a few days ago. He's hey bro, how much is it going to cost me to get Derek Dawson on the podcast? Uh, he'll bring you he'll bring you socks, bro. He'll bring you like bobbleheads. He'll he'll bring you like a jersey. I said, oh, what does he do? He's like hockey. I said, I don't know nothing about hockey. But I'm here to learn. Yeah, it's more than that. It's, it's more than the that. Community, right? You tell it's, me. It's, let's it's, go. It's exactly what you guys are doing. So it's not just about the product on the ice. Mm. Uh, you know, we can't control what happens out there. The players do their thing. 
we've got a, a decent little team right now. They're playing well. Nice. But off the ice, we, we want to get back to the community. It's about growing the sport of hockey and growing the community of San Diego. So Mexican Heritage Night is about celebrating the history of, of Mexican heritage in San Diego and knowing what this city was founded on and, and who actually made this city what it is. Very not yeah. Damn. Wow. That was probably the best answer you've given all day. Now answer me this. That's why they sent me. Are there <laughs> any Mexicans on the goals? Right now, there's not. We, we have... We have had a, a player, I'm not going to speak to it directly, but we had a player of, of Latin heritage at some point a couple years ago. Do we uh, just not play hockey? Right now, I don't think we do. There, there's a couple in the league, actually. There's a few. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the but, thing. But it's growing, you know, like uh, 10 years ago, or I guess more than that now, but when I started playing hockey, West Coast people from California didn't even play hockey. Yeah, that's very true. You know, so We were big into we roller hockey. Now we got guys from Southern California getting drafted into the NHL. No way. Yeah, it's huge. So, you- so hey, the Mexicans are coming. We've been here, buddy. We're coming. <laughs> coming. I mean, we ain't going coming, nowhere. Coming to the ice. This is Game I'm of coming. Thrones. The Mexicans are coming. I'll tell you this much. <laughs> They're coming to the ice. My wife gives me such a hard time because I, I pride myself in, like, you know, being adequate at everything that I do. Uh, like a jack of all trades of sorts. But I, I really suck on anything really nice. When it comes to, like, skiing, snowboarding, ice skating, yeah. valgo pito. I've seen in British, I suck. In British. In, I am not good at it, bro. You got to practice just like anything else. Yeah? Yeah. Look at you, dude. <laughs> Caesar seems to be wanting to say something to you real quick. Yeah, right Caesar. Caesar's good. Caesar looks good, man. Caesar looks good. He's ready. He's got the colors on, too. Caesar's wearing all Mexico gear all the time. There is no confusing Caesar. He is definitely of my tribe. Caesar, what can we say about Derek Dawson and the goals? Um, to speak on what he was saying, their foundation does a really good job of, I think, trying to plug that gap of why you don't see a minority presence in hockey. It's fucking expensive. Like playing roller hockey growing up, all the pads, all that shit is crazy expensive. No, that's true. Everything like, comes at a cost, man. The, the only time I ever got to play was because I had a friend that had extra gear that would hook me up. And it wasn't BJ, unfortunately. So, so you played I hockey. I know another white guy. Yeah. You, you played hockey. <laughs> yeah. Did you like it? I loved it. Yeah? Loved Do you it. follow hockey vigorously? Is yeah, this yeah. Some, yeah. yeah. Um, Am know, I the only much, one that doesn't watch hockey? Much to Derek's chagrin, by nature, I'm actually a Kings fan. But, okay. You know. We don't talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so I'm like, Am I an Anaheim Duck fan now? You are. Yeah. Okay. Since, since, so Fernanda, I'm, Fernanda likes it now. If we're talking proximity, that's yes. the closest team to you. So. Okay. But if you want a good team. Go ahead. <laughs> what, what, what's your team, Barry? Yeah, all right. Cool. <laughs> We've said enough. He's it's, a Sharks Let fan. me tell you about the Sharks, baby. <laughs> the Sharks? You're a Chargers fan? No. You like the Sharks. The Why worst what team in so the NHL. <laughs> they're the Chargers on ice, but they're our team. Yeah. Okay. My team. You know what? This is not getting me hyped up for, for, for hockey. Chargers on ice. <laughs> yeah. We've made it very far. We have made it very far, but Mexican heritage. Night, do we have anything to give away for this event? Yeah, yeah actually, we we're going to give away some stuff from Mason Ale Works. Let's go. We're, let's think of a contest we can do right now for the YouTube, right? Barishnikov. All right, cool. All right, what uh, else? We we're going to give away a pair of tickets. We're going to give away some beer. We're going to give away some bobbleheads. Okay. We're going to give away some socks. So a little prize package for for two here, and then we'll do another one on Instagram. Sounds good. How many so, tickets are we giving away? We'll we four got tickets. A four pack, right, right Caesar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a four All pack, right. so we'll. Uh, We'll split them into two and two. Is there a dugout in the, for the hockey games? Like, I want to hang out by the players. We got, we got a the penalty box. Huh? We got yeah. a penalty, penalty box. box. Yeah, we could put you in the penalty box. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. We, we should do a podcast from the penalty box. Check this out. We're wearing uh, a Mexican theme inspired jerseys and uniforms for the whole night too. Okay. So it's all going to be color themed to the to the uh, you know the Mexican. Yeah, Mason, Mason. We're sponsoring no the, Mexicans. Uh, the tailgate. Sorry. No Mexicans on the team. I don't believe so. I'll have to check it out. But Why don't you I, play, at this dog? point you right now, been there. I don't think there is. Okay. Yeah, you, you could have been suit up. You, you could have been our representative, dog. Dude, I would so eat we're actually, shit on the ice. Dude. We actually <laughs> take, you would be there, bro. We take these jerseys and we're gonna auction them off after the game. Go ahead. And these go the the money goes right back into the foundation, now right you're back talking. into the community. There so it is. Uh, House of Mexico in, mm-hmm. in Balboa Park, the uh, the cultural center. They're the uh, community partner that night, so they're gonna be a beneficiary yep. of that. 
obviously we support you guys in your golf tournament, your guys' charity. Much we give back and, and help access to the game like one of the biggest proponents of being a local a community team somebody from san diego somebody from down here is that you better be connected with the community man you better do your best to make sure you're giving back to the community from everything i've heard from the goals is you guys are doing exactly that you have to Mm -hmm. it's it's not a question of like if you're going to do it you have to do it and they said look at you man and in a super cool environment you know i'm taking natasha and my mom this weekend you know because there's a mariachi going on okay fucking tailgate you know so that's this weekend party saturday all right i'll take some tickets bro what do i have to wear these socks no, you can wear whatever you want. You <laughs> look right, fly cool. as hell. Thank you. Yeah. You, my friend. I, mean, I don't know about the socks. You look like Lisa Loeb. You look like you're about to sing a Lisa Loeb song right now. So does anybody have glasses for? I mean, <laughs> I, will, I will say going to the game is pretty hilarious because Derek and his crew have a definite competition going on with their suits and shoes. Best dressed. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Who do you work with? Is, does Craig Elston still work with the Gulls? No, Who no, works no, with the Gulls? He, Craig's on air. He, we, yeah, you're he's competing on, uh, with him uh, right now. 97.3 The Fan. How dare you bring up a competitor? Man, you guys are fighting with him on the midday. We fight with nobody. We fight with ourselves. <laughs> nobody but everybody else. Yeah. Everybody hates us, but we love everybody. Come, it's me, weird. come meet my coworkers. I, I would love to, bro. I like you. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm, I'd love to take some jobs. I'm, that's what I'm all about. <laughs> all right, so hold on. We digress. We're doing a giveaway. How are we doing the giveaway? Yeah, let's figure something out for YouTube, and then we'll figure another one out for the Instagram. Right, I got an cool. ideas. Go ahead. We should do the tickets mm-hmm. on Discord. Yeah. If you are listening or watching live, Okay, Go on the Discord some... and post a picture of something goals. Oof. Something and then come and on the chat Mason. in the YouTube and tell us. Something goals and something blue line. Something goals and something Mason. Right. Blue yeah. line preferred. Like there that. it is. First person to do that, get yourself two tickets. But make two sure you tickets, put it in the chat so we know to go look at the Two bobbleheads and then on two four packs of beer. There it is. And then I'll do, and then we'll do another one yeah. on the Instagram for the Legit. same exact thing. How, how's attendance for these matches? Attendance dude? is great. Yeah, yeah, we're in the top five of the AHL every season. It's it's a party, man. Get win, it's bro. a party. That we makes me about happy. Eight thousand. And you guys are located within the sports arena. Yeah, Pachanga. Pachanga Arena. Pachanga Arena. Say you're right. Midway District. Say you're right. Put some respect on that. You can say either one. Sports Arena. Pachanga. There you go. Pachanga. Pachanga. I like when Steve tells people to respect hey, things. Put some respect. <laughs> hey, put some respect on that. Um, Bobby Cressy's there a few nights out of the year doing the, the Oregon at the Goals games yeah. as well. Big Oregon fan. Yeah. Okay. Big Oregon. And we got, well, too, I forget your resident DJ. DJ Mancat. Mancat. What? What's yeah. up? That's a great name. That's a good name. That was regular at the holding response. company. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's DJ Mancat. 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 He scratches like a kitten. There it is. Nice. Crushing it. Yeah. What's on the park? You heard it here first, guys. This is Mexican Heritage Night this weekend here at Sports Arena, a.k.a. Pechanga Stadium. San Diego goals. Appreciate you having me, man. What are we giving away at the game? Will there be game. a giveaway? First 8,000 people get those. That's socks. right, guys. You too can get some and San Diego goals socks. And there's a ticket package. If you want, you can include it, and they also will give you a beanie. The ticket package mm. is sold out. The beanie is However, digress from my previous ha- However, <laughs> the beanie is in very limited supply at merch. Okay. And then we've got some Mex- gonna Mexican some blankets, over to get too. That shit. Mexican blankets? Oh, yeah, I need some. Yeah. Did you guys bring throwing some hands blankets. like he was at one of his punk rock shows? Did you guys bring any of that? No, they're not here yet. They're not here till Wednesday. Interesting. We got a jersey coming for this guy. There's some things in the works. It's going to be fun. <laughs> All right, cool. Hey, I appreciate you coming in. No, thanks for having me. Thank you for spreading the word. Of course. Enjoy your masonry. Thank you. Viva la goals. Let's party. Let's go. What do you think of that, Barry? I want you to be a goals fan, dude. Okay, why? Because it's awesome. It's local. It's ours. Like, we got the Padres. We got the goals. Mm. You got to support both. 
And now we got the SDFC too. SDFC. We got a trifecta. I know. I feel like we're turning into real sports town. Title Town USA but, here. But look, but look at the way they support us, like you talked about. They yeah. come out for our community, the way the Loyal and the Goal came out for the tournament. So. Rest in peace, Loyal. That easily bridged the gap over to SDFC. SDFC, mm -hmm. they, they are very involved with what we're going to yep. be doing moving forward. And already, they're out there supporting my brands. They're out there at Little Italy's uh, Three Punk Ales. That's right, guys. Little Italy 3 punk. I'll check the Discord right now, see who $5 won. And if I like them, I will actually give it away. If not, I'll delete it. <laughs> it yeah. looks like Tony Marroquin said in the oh, chat. Oh, I that love he my man. It. All right. In. So we got that. Uh, but we got to check it. We got to check the validity of the statement. Interesting. Nothing gets my blood pumping like hockey talk. <laughs> Look oh, at that. I can't I wait for that segment. Hockey so talk. I'm hockey. telling you. In Hi. person, you're going you're gonna to fall in love. Yeah. This is going to backfire on me because you're going to hit me for tickets so much. Okay, I'm going to hit you for tickets right now. I have a family I've been trying to sell him dude. on hockey oh, and monster trucks, and I think hockey is an easier sell. Monster than trucks was just a couple days ago. I know, I monster trucks is awesome. Unreal. This is, this is what we've become. This trucks is what we've go become. into the stands. All of a sudden, though, Emo Brown scary. is all about monster truck rallies and pinchy hockey. This is what happens when you let one in. We just we bring it all. <laughs> I'm more impressed with your fit, dude. Show the people your legs. Good. If you're going to be a hockey fan, your pants cannot reach your shoes. Yeah, you got to have a little ankle showing. Let's a little ankle. Yeah. What, is it, what do you call that? I don't I know. Ankle, call that a mess. Ankle, <laughs> ankle cleavage? Is that what that's called? Looking good. Ankle, ankle cleavage? Yeah. Got some goals, some goals dunks here. Dawson, thank you for coming. I knew you were going to look good, so I was just trying to keep up. Yeah, yeah. The flattery will get you nowhere here. Leave the tickets at the door. <laughs> Leave a bobblehead. Leave a Mexican blanket. I'm going to take these socks. I better see the bobblehead next week. Where is the bobblehead? Leave it on my side. You'll see it. All right. <laughs> nice. Very nice. It's got to be on the next episode. It'll, I'm going to tune is... in, too, right after I join the social club. Let's put it there now. Time out. He brings up a valid point. You already called me out. How are you not a member of the social club? You just invited me right now, so I'll okay, wait cool. for an invite. All right. I'm if I don't read your name next week. Go ahead. I'll be tuned in. If I don't read it. If you don't read, I'm gonna be mad. Okay, all right, Barry, put this, Barry. put a pin in this one, dude. Put a Pinned. pin in this one. Pinned. We're gonna make sure. All right, let's make this show good. Let's bring up somebody of value up here. Derek Dawson, everybody, look at you. <laughs> Clay, if you can make your way to the arena. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you may remember Albania her. in the house. Once upon a time, she was on every episode. Once upon a time, she was on her first episode here with us here at the Emo Brown Podcast. She is making her triumphant return. She is the peanut butter to my jelly. I never say anything offensive when she's around because she out-offensive me. <laughs> she is way more offensive than I am. She is from Albania by way of City Heights, joining us here with the pinkest of hair. Hit us with the Albanian battle cry. <laughs> there it is. Bring that mic closer to you, young lady. Get on it. How have you been? I've been great. What have you been up to? I miss you. When was the last time you were on here? Honestly, like three years ago. <laughs> nah, it feels like it. You brought like no. August or something. I know. Wait, how long has Sober Living been open? Five months. Okay, so that's like the last time that you were on here. Really? Because you were promoting the open? opening. You were promoting uh, the opening. The open house it. you guys went to? Yeah. I didn't get an invite, remember? Yeah, right. Go You'll ahead. see me there soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep it up, Barry. You'll I be in Sober available. Living in no time. <laughs> You'll be in Sober Living in no time. I'll drink to that. Clea, awesome to see you. Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy one-year-old birthday to your son. Thank you. Happy 11 years of sobriety. Yeah. Happy pink hair. Yeah. What happened there? <laughs> Um, you know, I'm going back to dark, so I just have to try everything on mm. the way. You like the angle you're represented today? You know, it'll do. It'll do? <laughs> Insider information, she did not want to have anything posted of herself last episode because she did not like the angles. They did a close-up. They, like, who wait, wait, time it? out, time out. They. <laughs> you did. Okay, fine. I'll take responsibility <laughs> for that. She's like, I don't want it any reels. It was this close. <laughs> Why would anybody want to be that close? Because look at that. Look, there she is. Look at that. <laughs> Tell us about Dollface Club. Give us an update. 
Which part? The good stuff. Okay, so the good stuff, the brand's going great. Yes. I thought that last year I wasn't going to do as great, you know, as I had done previously, but it was a good year for me. Why? Actually. Why did you think that? Just because I, I had a, another business venture with the Sober mm. Living, and then I was traveling for a month in Europe. So, to perdón, uh, bro. Perdón. <laughs> <laughs> a month in Europe. Yeah. Sober Living Project. Yeah. And still DFC took it to the next level. It was great. It was I love when you're posting your mom's wearing Dolphins Club stuff. <laughs> Biggest supporter or what? You know what? In the beginning, I'm telling you, I was just telling my friend about it, you know, because she's got like a big dream right now. And I was like, man, in the beginning, everybody said I was crazy. Why? Just, you know, like, oh, I'm going to start this and it's going to become this. And everybody's like, you're wasting your time. I you feel know? like that's a good start. I feel like when people are, are telling you like, oh, this isn't going to work or oh, this is going to fail. It's almost like, oh, yeah, it is. It's just my family, though. Like yeah? everybody else was like, Fuck yeah. Yeah. And my family is just really cultural. And they're like, Big dream girl. That's. I remember my mom telling me a story when my dad and my mom were trying to buy the first house, and like people in their family was like, "Don't do it. You don't want to buy a house. That's a dumb move." You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. real shit. Like you just got to go for it. Yeah. You, you gotta you gotta be uncomfortable in those uncomfortable situations to push your family forward. And now they wear it. Ooh, <laughs> what's up? Look at you. Tell us about sober living. Oh my god, I love it so much. It was funny because like in the beginning when I first thought of doing it, I was like, "Man, I'm gonna have like." 30 houses and then like towards like when I was about to open I was like well maybe I don't what if I don't like it you know I'm not gonna commit to nothing but so far it's been like super fulfilling I love yeah. it yeah time consuming not really take like, me through the dynamic who's in charge who's in charge of the actual house like low-key me I'm yeah. not like a micromanager you know and I like I, I I'm there mm. but I have a house manager and she does amazing she's literally on top of it um I trust her she's got over two years clean she's like she texts me about everything, you know, but it's really not like as time consuming as I thought. Now I see how people can have like 10 and up houses, you know? Oh, really? Is that the goal? Oh, yeah. Yeah. How many houses do you want? I, I mean, the the person that I know that has the most, I think has like 19 and I'm trying to do more than that. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. How, what is like the startup cost to just get one house going? Honestly, this one probably. OK, this one probably costs a total. Of like 30 grand. OK. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Get it, girl. Not bad. No. And, and thirty grand. That was like I could probably do it in less, but I custom everything. You know. I've seen I've seen the virtual tours of the sober living house. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so much fun. Now it's like, ugh. I already want to start on my second one, but I'm going to Europe again, so I'm gonna. Right, wait let, let, after. Let's. You're dropping a lot of dick right now. Let's relax. <laughs> okay. We, we get it. You're going to There's Europe. There's only again. so much room on this floor. Jesus <laughs> Lord, let me move these killer socks out of the way real quick. <laughs> Sober living consists of how many people in the house? Okay, so right now, 13 total. There's 13 ladies that live in there, including the, the manager. Including the manager. Okay. So it's 12 and the manager. Oh, man. And they're there. There's, there's, do you have to abide by a certain set of guidelines? Oh, my God. I have 25 pages of rules. Okay. It's the best. Yeah. I have 25 pages of rules, and then the last rule is like, rules vary by client. <laughs> so it's not you ruling with an iron fist. It's you playing by the rule book that was given to you on how to operate this business. Kind of. We took rules from every handbook that we got okay. and then made it our own. Because, you know, already with Dollface in the recovery community, there's a lot of like, oh, they're just pretty girls, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, and I wanted to set a standard of like, we don't fuck around. Like this, this house is like going to be women that want to stay clean and that get to the next level, you know? Yeah, we're pretty, but we don't play. We don't play. We don't play that way. Look and it's funny because, like, the house right now, man, I don't know. At first, I was, like, people were, when they saw, like, the first set of girls I had, they're, like, man, this, you should do, like, a YouTube series or something, you know? And then 
as time goes on, you know, you hear about those shows like Bad Girls Club and stuff like that. I'm like, man, the girls are so good. Yeah, like, compared to that, they're solid. Well, I hope so. The show is called Bad Girls Club. I mean, you, I mean, you, you didn't you didn't get to sober living by being good. No, you know but I mean, <laughs> once you're there, you, you're you're expected to live to up to a certain level of respect or right, uh, right for yourself. There, you know, like mm. it's it's cool. I love it so much. The girls are like, they call me father. You know, because okay. I don't, I'm not. <laughs> Because I'm just <laughs> <laughs> the views expressed no. <laughs> by Clea do not necessarily respect. <laughs> no, because I'm not like super nurturing, but like I'll tell you how it really is, you know. Well, uh, who, who better than somebody who's been in that situation? 100%. You've been sober now 11 years, 11. and we've heard stories that we weren't able to air last time because you didn't want to share them. What remember, I put them out and you didn't even like reshare them because like I didn't look good in this video. But well, just listening to the stories you told you us last up, time, listening to those stories last time. You've seen it all, dude. Yeah. You've seen it all, and now you're 11 years sober, and now what better beacon of hope than you to be there running the show and say, hey, I've been there, done that. I know what it feels like. 100%. I'm not faking the funk. I'm not just like somebody who's here like chasing a check, trying to open these businesses. I've been there. And I'm literally not asking them to do anything that I haven't done myself. Very nice. You know, so it's cool. And they respect it, and like, I mean, I think I've had a total of like four girls that relapse, in, which is like, pretty rare sober living is usually like a revolving door of like people want it and then nah you know what's it the normal time frame like what, what's the tenure of somebody who stays there well it depends you know you have people that will live there for years and then you have like i have a couple girls that are leaving the nest i have a two girls that left already that got their own spot okay and then i have one that's leaving on wednesday that got her own spot it's like bittersweet you know because in my head i'm like please don't leave but then it's like that's the goal you know to be independent in san diego is hard period. very much so you know very and to see so. them like grab a hold of something and that give that inspires them and then they're making it is awesome to me you know that's it's cool so sober living is aka like a halfway house yeah 100 100 halfway 100%. house so your goal is just to kind of get them rehabilitated enough to be self-sufficient for themselves and yes go out find a job are they required to find a job like well within 30 days you yeah. have to like two so we have like the first set of rules is like you can't leave by 9 p.m it's like really strict the first 30 days you have to have a job and then each month gets like a little bit more lenient to where like the last month, you know, you don't have to be home by till midnight and you know, it, it's cool. It works for them. And it's, um, it just gives them a little bit of discipline to like figure out how to live in the real world. Ooh. You know? Have you had to escort a young lady off of the premises yet? Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. So not everyone's willing to participate and play by the rules. I'm not, man, I'm telling you, I had a girl come, she was so excited. She had did the interview. She came out of treatment, came into the house same day. And then within a day, she went to Walmart with one of my other girls. I sent her with her. And then literally they got drunk within the same day. And I'm like, uh, how do you do that? You a little know? too much freedom. And, it's, and then sends me like OnlyFans pictures later. After I kick her out, she's like, well, you know, like, I'm like, what the fuck? She wanted you to be a member. <laughs> Go ahead and shout her out. Let's get it out there. Let's get her. Let's get her. <laughs> What's together, the handle? It was the weirdest <laughs> shit. I'm like, you can't even like make this shit up. It's so funny. Like, girl, what? You sent the wrong picture? No, she really sent me those pictures. I'm like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> that house we got, a, <laughs> we got a question in the chat that uh, pertains to this. <laughs> go ahead barry tony tony marquin is asking uh he wonders how they deal with support and avoiding clicks in the house i mean the house is a click <laughs> you know what i mean are there subgroups no no sub clicks no i mean it's a family it's i i haven't had that so far i just feel i mean there's like a we do doll face events where we give back to the community once a month and then they have they're like mandated to come so I feel like in those moments, they get to see like the bigger picture and then meet all the other girls that are not in the sober living. And, you know, I have a friend who has been my friend since I've been clean and he pretty much nailed it. He's like, man, 
you're providing them with belonging already just because it's doll face. Yeah. Like they're moving into the house, like they get all the doll face gear. Like you're you're hooked up. You you're coming into it without feeling like an outsider. Hella like, inclusive. Just getting invited into the house must feel like a victory for them, huh? It's cool. I don't know. It's it's just like a I can't believe it. It's like another part of my world. It's revealed. your world. You created this. It's, it's cool. And when you when we first met, and I feel like we clicked really quickly when we first met because we both talk a lot of shit. We're both pretty much real. We don't really like, you know, I don't like speaking in like, oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> like, you were telling me your stories like, oh, well, it started off like a brand, you know, it started and then it kind of divulged into a, a club, you know, and then it's like now it's clothing and now you're doing good stuff in the community. I was like, that low key is exactly what we were trying to do with Emo Brown, you know, like we started. You are doing yeah, it. That, well, 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 thank you. Makes me feel happy to, you know, be in good company like that. But we have a lot of parallels in our lives like that, you know? You've taken it to the next level. Like, this is, this is, this is adult shit. I, it is, right? You're, you're doing some adult shit. It, that's how it feel like. I'm like, man, because clothing is amazing and I always, like, want more. Like, yeah. what's the next, you know? Yeah. And then for this to just, like, have fallen and just worked out the way it is, it's just, it's, it's crazy to me. Well, it's because you're not faking the funk. And I bring that back again because it's really easy to, like, jump into, oh, well, this is cool right now. Or this is kind of trending. Let me do this. But when you've lived it, done it, and just kind of going through it, because yeah. you said something to me earlier. It's like, I'll always be an addict. 100%. You know, like, I may be sober, but I always have that addict in me. Yeah. Like, from telling me, it's like, hey, like, I got them tweaker feelings where <laughs> if I see a car that's running, like, boom, for that split second, oh, I can jump in this car and whatever. And what you have I believe it went, <laughs> <laughs> so you literally fight those feelings or not even fight just have those feelings every day your thoughts you know thoughts come and go but definitely have those thoughts good for you like to just battle it and just be living and become the role model of the house i mean it's just i'm not though you know it's just i live my life for a certain way and i just feel like i was telling them this weekend we went to big bear as mm. a family you know we got hooked up by um, Astrid, thank you so much, Astrid. She did like a, a little fundraiser for the house and did tattoos, DFC tattoos. Nice. And kept all the money and gave it to us to go on a trip, you know? So um, on that trip, I was telling them like, man, this, like, we, this is the blueprint, like you're living it. You know, like this is how I made it out and like you're in it right now. And like, you don't even know it. Like just this, like, just you not going to go do something that you would normally be doing. It's like, it's that easy to like, I don't know. And it has a lot of responsibility on your end because you it, it kind of like, ensures that you keep walking that that sober life that's how dollface was for me in the beginning because yeah. I, I i mean i was on paper you know so that when i got off paper it was like man like now i really got to do it because it's like it's become this you know and i feel like it happened this way so that i wouldn't go back <sighs> man <laughs> and if that wasn't enough married yeah. mom look at those things and we have a nonprofit called nobody plans on dying mm. that resulted from like a hoodie that i made that turned into and a dream to make a documentary that will pretty much shed light on overdose yeah. you know, because it's such a hush hush topic in our culture we had ernie come in we had ernie come in uh, a couple of weeks ago and that's when i i first like heard of this project he's like hey i'm working with claire and we're working on the nobody wants nobody plans on dying documentary we've did some which clips. we See, just finished shooting on yeah, saturday he was, tell he was telling me that it would wrap up by saturday. january good yeah. on you guys where, where's the debut where is that so happening we're planning the goal is to rent out a theater and mm. just kind of do like a premiere with the panel and uh we're supposed to have it done edited by by february so in march we're going to start like putting the details out for that and i i want I hope that it turns into like a series, you know, that's like the goal. And so like, you know, how intervention, how they did, they did people foul. They pretty okay. much like, like instigate s situations to make people upset. And then they prep you to fail. 
they prep you to fail and then they, they they make this even like the intervention part of it they're like oh make a drama you know and at the end they'll give you like a solid paragraph where it's like oh this person went to rehab and they did great and then they relapse and then they Oof. just discard that person you know they and it's just them. yeah and it's like 30 seasons of that you know how many people that probably damaged you know so i don't know i want this to be more of like putting love into these people that these things happen and they're good people and that like they they belong to a family they're somebody's kid you know and that could happen to anybody that these kinds of situations can affect anybody and everybody's 100%. life i'm a dad now you know i i i had my you know moments of like when i wasn't a dad I was like fuck what's going on now i'm a dad and i feel like i can't like drop the ball yeah, yeah and i <laughs> not to make light of it but i always remember that show or the movie with freddie prince jr Ooh. she's all that Ooh. and he's hacky sacking and he's kicking it up and he's trying to maintain like, oh, Classic so much Freddy. Right. So much pressure. I got to keep this hacky sack going. Counting and fall. Everyone's depending on me. Everyone's. A, and it just feels like sometimes like, you know, as a dad, as a parent, as somebody who has a lot on the line, a lot to lose. Is, there's a lot of responsibilities, a lot of pressure. Yeah. And it's good to know that there's people out there. You know, I'm, I'm not alone. I'm never going to be alone in that feeling, knowing that there's a clay out there who's also a mother, who's also a, a, a wife, who's a business owner, who's an entrepreneur, who is doing all of these things, juggling all of these things with 24 hours in a day. You do so much stuff, dude. Doesn't feel like it. No? No. By the way, go ahead. side note. Oh, go ahead. Do you know that I'm very good at hacky sacking? Not that mm. anybody cares, mm. but you know, if you were just to bust out a hacky sack, I'd probably be Well, good. check this yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got hey, no hacky know. sack. <laughs> People even play that. Sorry. Okay. I, I haven't. I haven't. The last thing I heard about sa hacky sack was the Weezer video. Say it ain't so. Where the weenies are hacky sacking in the front yard. Perfect. Yeah. Kaya, let's yeah. get into some news. Let's get into some okay. stuff. Let's see what's going on. We're gonna come back to all your stuff. I'm, I want to know about your bragging about your next uh, European so adventure oh, and all that. Albania. You're Albanian. 100%. Barry, <laughs> what's going on in the wonderful world of news, bro? I got some big news. I oh, think some shit. news that you're going to care about. Go ahead. Did you hear we're getting a new taco shop? <clears throat> okay. Well, let me fix my hat just in case. I, oh, there Coming it up all the way from Tijuana. <gasps> There's a lot of taco shops making that transition from Tijuas into San Diego into Chula Vista. Let me count the ways, Cleo. <laughs> we got Tacos El Gordo. The best. Almadera. Uh, mm -hmm. El Poblano. Um, and now what? Tacos El Frank. Look at that, bro. <laughs> Iconic taqueria. Tacos El Frank coming to the U.S. Announced uh, Tijuana Institution since 1996. The best tacos in the world are finally arriving into National City. Oh, are they going to Plaza Bonita? That they are. So oh they're going to be in Plaza God. Bonita. They said ah. this year. We'll see if that's true. But we're going to have a bowling alley and a Tacos El Frank. I think Plaza Bonita is coming back. There's a bowling alley at Plaza Bonita. Yeah, putting one I in. Like Plaza Jeez Louise, Did it go away? bro. The last thing I remember about Plaza Bonita <laughs> is well, I have many memories of Plaza Bonita. <laughs> one of them was Claire's Boutique. Somebody getting stabbed at Claire's Boutique and everybody running out. Uh, the other <laughs> one was Claire? they didn't like their belly button <laughs> ring or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the other one was post 9/11. Some joker decided to turn the alarm on and everybody like everyone went out, shut down. Everybody <laughs> ran out. So those are my memories of Plaza Bonita. <laughs> when I used to work there, they would shut down like. 
at least once every couple Where months. Where did you work in Plaza Bonita? The van store, baby. The van of store? The best of vans, course. The best Where vans else? in California. That was it. That I was the only vans. store I needed to work at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But yeah, they would always like have an alarm. It's like, all right, shut the gate. And then you just watch people run by. <laughs> For a minute, when I was in high school, my post-school activities consisted of leaving in fifth period, <laughs> cruising over to Plaza Bonita, picking up a great steak escape sandwich oh, with yeah. some fries and the cheese dip, an orange Julius, and then getting a lemonade from the hot dog on a stick ladies. Yeah, the hot dog on a stick people would always hook it up when I went there because they would get our shoes. So they needed the all black vans to work. So I'd go there in the morning and they would just hook it up with donuts. Did you know they can make donuts? No, bro. Yeah, they just take that batter and they keep dad putting it back on the stick. Everything the about you says donut. Plaza Bonita Vans employee. Look at you. Yeah, 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 this freaking guy. <laughs> Security hated us. My wifey used Always to work at- uh, in the parking lot. Wifey used to work at, at Plaza Bonita. She works, uh, that's where actually we rekindled our, our relationship. I've known wifey since I was like seven years old. And really? yeah, our families were family friends. Uh, we kind of grew up together. I was a chambelan in their quinceanera, like oh, for her cute. and her sister. And then uh, I always dated the white ladies, you know, because I knew deep inside I'm going to marry a Mexican. I better get, <laughs> better get all this, you know, let me get all this shit out of my system. Is that why you keep me around? <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, I was like, okay, cool. And I was dating a white girl at the time. <laughs> I was dating a white girl at the time. And then I just randomly popped into Plaza Benita. Wifey was there selling uh, model cars. Those old classic like steel cast model cars, then little 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 ones right there. And I'm just you know doing my thing with my hot dog on a stick lemonade, and, <laughs> and then I just mosey on over by this kiosk, and Crystal is right there looking at me. She's all steady. I was like, "What's up?" We exchanged Gmail or instant mail. Uh, it's AOL. It's was it you can find me at Laser Latino. Yeah. Did you hit it with the laser? Yeah, I hit it with the Laser Latino <laughs> screen name, bro. You remember was, that? Yeah. Good old days. Were you Hell on yeah. that? Hell yeah. Does this I'm mean still any on it. age, sex, location? <laughs> yeah, ASL. Is there? <laughs> and nobody was ever honest. <laughs> oh, no. man. It was yes, it like, was. And then you wait for the, the internet to go. <laughs> yeah. So Why does everything make that? You have Albanian houses. You guys must get confused because that noise is everywhere. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that was the, the Albanian internet. internet. <laughs> Dude, did your mom ever get up on the phone and be like, yeah, get off? Get, yeah. yeah, my mom would make me get off that shit. She's like, mijo, ya duermete, quítate del internet. And I was like, oh, man. That was me growing up. Now, my, my mama was cock blocking me since I was little, bro. Getting on the phone, talking to these girls. I would, my, As she should. When I was little, my biggest paydays were going to uh, being chambelans de quinceañeras. You know, and I'd strike up a nice relationship with my dancing partner, and we'd start talking on the phone. I mean, like, the Myra, ¿cómo estás? Hey, what's up? What's up? Mijo, ya cuelga. Never let it get to the next level. Were you in a quinceañera? No. Ever? I used to go, though. No. Because you're, you're Mexican as fuck, pretty much. <laughs> pretty you're, much. You were raised in City Heights. Yeah. But I was, you know, I started drugs pretty young, remember? Tell us. <laughs> I was like 13. What was your on, drug of choice when you were young? I was a tweaker. Yeah? Yeah. And it just filled a void of that moment in your life that you needed filling? No, or? not really. I worked at Redford's restaurant. So at a young Best young meatloaf in San Diego. <laughs> Everybody come on through Everybody at Redford. Everybody was a tweaker there. Why? And I worked there when I was starting. You know, first of all, it's Albanian owned, okay? Is it really? Yeah. Brr, get it. 100%. Mm. Who's the most famous Albanian you know? Mother Teresa. There it is, everybody. talked about her. Go ahead. And Eliza Dushku. I'm sorry. Oh, what? <laughs> uh, okay, first of all, that would be a better we're, name we're, for we're about to age right here. We're about to age. Sounds we're like a dance move. Hey, hit me with that Elisa Dushku. The Dushku. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's the girl from Charmed. She's like the brunette. No, 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 no not Charmed. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm. Okay. Come on, the brown hair one. I, I'm getting a thumbs up by the fans in the background. Nobody? <laughs> that must I was be a good. Charmed guy. I wasn't a Buffy guy. <laughs> you weren't a Buffy guy? I was a Buffy movie guy. I was about Morrissey. With so. Pee Wee Herman. 
<laughs> and Luke Perry. Dude, Luke Perry was awesome. Dua Lipa. Oh, she's she's Albanian. She's Albanian. Albanian. Why do you call she's it Albanian? Albanian. What it's because I think because they're Mexican and Albanian, so yeah. I just call it Albanian. You know, a couple people call me that now. You're welcome. That's what <laughs> that's what I do. That's what Evil Brown does. Yeah, you we just about nicknames here. In the hood. <laughs> Barry, I'm excited for Tacos de Frank. Do you go to TJ and eat those? Uh, no, I go to Taco Nasso, but Taco I've seen Nasso. Tacos de Frank. If I'm telling you, this is like the those most Mexican white guy I know. <laughs> I tell you, he it's, should be running for Latinx President of the Year because he just represents the South Bay Whites in such a great light. It's only because Fernanda. What is your favorite taco spot, young lady? Uh, tacos del Gordo, for sure. Mm, okay. For Do you sure. go to TJ at all or not really? You know, I just started a couple years ago. It's a lot of good I was scared before that because I, I still am not a citizen. Of? America. Mexico. Oof. I know, so it was got funny. We're gonna have to edit that out. Oh my god! <laughs> You're, Allegedly, you you can't deport it, huh? Will, they won't deport you. They'll deport me, but I don't have my papers here. Like I have a green card now, <laughs> but for a long time I didn't. So I was scared that if I went, that I'd be stuck down there. So right now you could be walking down the street, and ICE will pick you up, and you're gone. Not anymore. Okay. Oof. Not anymore. So you were living in it. You were living dirty for a while. For sure. How long? Uh, fifteen years. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> 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 15 years. I made it. Yeah. yeah. So if you it got. It was a- until I got locked up the last time, because every time before I got locked up, they would bail me out right before ICE got there. But oh. the, the last time, they took a long time to bail me out. So that- Why did they take so long? They want, they want to teach you a lesson. No. They're like, girl, I mean, we're going to send you to Albania now. ICE was waiting this, this time. It was yeah. different. They said, oh, you're going to sign some paperwork. And then all of a sudden, I signed a paper that said, I'm getting deported. No. Anyways. But, anyways, that's not the point. The point is. No, the point I is, you didn't get deported. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah? I didn't get deported. Look at me. How did you not get deported? Um, I every single court date I went to, the judge was like, <laughs> "Bye." And then the last court date where there was n- there was nothing they could appeal, she literally was like, mm, "You know what? I'm gonna give you one shot. But if you do anything, even a misdemeanor, I'm gonna send you back to Albania." Yeah. How often do you go to Albania? How many times have you been in Albania? Well, the this last year was the first time I went since I was a kid. Did you live in Albania as a child? I, well, I was born there, and I lived there until I was seven months, and then I moved to Italy, in northern Italy, until we moved here when I was seven. And you seven. were an illegal alien in, li- in Italy as well? No. Yeah. I had Italy. my dual citizenship there. She was just like, you know, gallivanting all over the world with no legal documentation. And then I ended up in City Heights. Like, Get it, fun. girl. Hey, <laughs> City Heights is super diverse. Someone say that's the destination. Now it's nice. Hey, side note. Go ahead. Can I talk about this? You so go I ahead just put my son it. in daycare now, right? Uh-huh. And He's a resident of our country, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's hilarious. So <laughs> I, I told my husband, can you go with me to go pick him up? It's in City Heights, you know? And uh, he showed up. He's like, is this safe? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, you have no fucking idea. This is yeah. the safest it's ever been. Yeah. You're this place. It's beautiful. And it's all dude scares me. He's scared of City Heights. Her no, husband is like a, a six foot four <laughs> dude, like straight off of a freaking rides bikes and shit. Yes, uh, we, anarchy uh, show. Excuse me. We just watched Sound of Freedom, so everybody's okay. a little scared, okay? Yeah, I'm just saying, that's all we're saying is like, it's a baby. Don't you view things differently now that you're a mom? A hundred percent. As a parent, I view everything yeah. differently, man. I don't even Did let my kids play. Yeah, I don't even let my kids play in the McDonald's little playpens anymore. Nuh-uh. It's different. It's different. It's different. I'm now it's a, like, wait from a, a different minute. Era. My son's cute. Hold on. Now, wait. Is it because <laughs> times are just outlandish now? Or is it because more of this is caught on camera and we're made yeah. avail- we're more, more uh, readily available and, and we see more we of see it? We see more of it. A hundred percent. I feel like it was like another hush-hush thing where it's mm. like they don't want to panic society and now yeah. it's like right in our face it's terrifying like that creepy uncle 
You know, like, go give your tío a kiss. I was like, I ain't kissing that fool. Fuck that guy. I ain't fucking. He's like, nah, nah, me fucking. His mustache is always true. It is true. Creepy uncles, they don't exist anymore, dog. They've been they've been ostracized. They've been removed from the family dynamic. And if they haven't, you're probably the creepy uncle. <laughs> City Heights, when I, I, when I had an office in City Heights when I was in banking from, like, 2005 to 2014, it was bad. It, 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 it was not as bad then as it was in the 90s than it was in the 80s. But now it's hella nice. It's so nice. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like you can and walk like, anywhere in City Heights and it's going to be all right. There's people jogging. Like it's Who different. does that? They, they went from running for their lives <laughs> to jogging for their livelihood. From hopping fences yeah. through houses to mm -hmm. get away to now. Yeah. Just like, you know. It was like a Boys in the Hood movie, dog. That's just the best cover. You, like know? you're you just jog, go a little slower. People are like, oh, Dude, yeah. You, you went from running. like... <laughs> literally jumping through the alleys and like yeah. avoiding people and they would come into my the, the office where we worked on we're like what's up it's like so you gotta go fool. <laughs> you, you're obviously trying to outrun somebody oh that was crazy God. i remember it was so wild and i'll say this without saying any names or giving too much like information but i remember there was they used to have like the little street markets the little fairs down there by rosa parks park yeah. and uh, i remember one time we were working and somebody got hit in the head with like a hammer and they try to catch that dude, and you just see a hammer flying. And then everybody was just like running around. I was like, damn, City Heights. Now yeah. they have the best pho. <laughs> they have the best cuisine. They, they have do. some of the best Italian food. Yep. It's like a melty, a cultural melting pot in Hoover City Heights. Like Go ahead, tell us. Hoover looks like a like a brand new college. Mm. When I went oh, there, yeah. it was like trailers. I'm like, yep. what is this? It's insane. Wifey and I were kind of close to that neighborhood the other day. We were in, in on Imperial. Went to Imperial. Finally went to uh, Ferchelada there. My my good friend Dickie Islands has been recommending, and I got a chance to go in there with wifey. And we just, after we ate that tasty-ass meal, uh, dude, it was so good. Have you ever gone to Ferchelada's? Uh -uh. Ferchelada's is basically mariscos and birria. And they have a grilled cheese sandwich, Ooh, of, of, a huge-ass grilled cheese sandwich stuffed with birria, dog. No. Birria. No? No. Well, they, they, don't, they don't have goats in Albania? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? it's like grease. What? John Travolta grease or like I can't say my husband wants to eat that oh my husband likes it I'm like what do you oh, That's your husband's a down ass oil. <laughs> so we were in Imperial we took a left we took a right and we passed by a couple of schools and those schools are top notch like their facilities look sick Super and his wifey and I were like who do we need to get in contact with to donate some money to make our schools like that because the schools down there of Imperial and in City Heights on Hoover and even uh, what's the other one uh, blah, 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 Crawford. Blah, blah, Crawford and yeah. Lincoln Gompers. I'm thinking I'm thinking Gompers Lincoln too like off, of, off of IT school dude these schools look top <laughs> yeah. notch so big ups to the community rallying there and whoever's supporting yeah. and I'm assuming it's people who have come out of the community made some money and have made a name for themselves have come back and reinvested into the community that sounds nice which I feel is like that's the biggest honor that you can do if you came out the hood. Yeah. I feel that's coming your way. You think so? I feel I feel like after I you buy got, like I eight more houses, <laughs> right? I'll put the hey, it's in there. Okay. You got you better make that happen. Okay. And just bring me along there and I'll hold the, the, the ribbon so you can cut it. <laughs> bro. So that's tacos. That's, that's tacos. tacos. <laughs> I can't wait, man. I'm a big taco fiend. I love tacos, bro. Oh my god. I love food. I like going out and, and checking out like uh um local establishments. Mm -hmm. I went out with the homie Tapia, works at UPS with me. And he said, we got to go to El Pez, bro. Vamos al Pez, El Pez, El Pez. And I was like, let's go. So we went on Saturday after work. And, uh, bro, Mexican sushi, all the flavor, dog, mm -hmm. everything. They had, uh, really? uh, they had, sushi. Yeah, they had like a Mexican ramen. It's on Plaza. Oh, pardon, on Palm. On Palm. 
Maddie, right after this. Yeah, Maddie. <laughs> Not to be confused right with Maddie. Yeah, get in there. Go down there. Tell them Emo Brown go. sent you. Tell okay. them Emo Brown sent you. You ain't going to get shit, but I mean, at least you're telling them. It's nice to put a name out there, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we, start, we talked to the owner, Alex, and we chopped it up with him for a bit, and we're going to get him on the podcast. I'm going to get the Ferchelada squad on the podcast, because that's what, this is what this has become. You know, Mondays we had, I get it, we had a white guy on here in the morning, you know, spreading local love for the community. But still, love for the community shows no color, has no boundaries, you know, unless you talk to them about building a wall, then they're all about boundaries. <laughs> they're all about, you know, putting up barriers, pinchy Derek Dawson from the San Diego Gold. <laughs> Barry, what else you got for me, buddy? Well, uh, you talk about UPS. Uh-oh. I heard someone got in a little bit of trouble at UPS. I got in trouble. You want to tell us about that? Oh, man. <laughs> so I have a lot of group texts, like group chat texts, right? And a lot of them for work. And I wouldn't say I got in big trouble, but I got it. It was brought to my attention. So, like, there's one guy that was like, what time do you work on Monday? Every Monday we got to find out what time we work. And I looked at my group chat. I was like, all right, cool. We work at this time. So I went into what I thought was the team group chat, the, the squad that I work, Door 41. And I was right, but there was somebody else in there. There was my supervisor, young lady who uh, runs our whole area, very respected in the community. We appreciate you for all you do. Thank you for giving me a chance and not firing me today. But she was in there, and and I put like I just I, I put some outlandish video. That <laughs> oh my god! I put an outlandish video and I wrapped it up. See you on Monday, you cocksuckers! Like all Uncle Joey, Joey Diaz over here. And I was like, in my head, I was like, hey, that was a good fucking text. I'm stoked. And then in another group chat, a little bit later, somebody texts, hey, what time do we start on Monday? I was like, oh shit. And I went back. I was like, did I text the wrong group? I texted the group of my supervisor, bro. And I came in this morning and she was like, um, I'm going to need you to work over here today. I was like, hey, I apologize for the text. She's like, I don't even know what you're talking about. She knew what the fuck I was talking about. Oh, she knew what you're talking about. She was like, I got in trouble. She's like, it's okay, cocksucker. I called, I called my supervisor a cocksucker. And she's a lady. A lady. What would you do if somebody called you a cocksucker in the, in, at the sober living? True. Oh, right, ladies True. and gentlemen. <laughs> there she is. Where's the argument? Pink hair and all. Why do you got to put me on blast, Barry, you piece of shit? <laughs> Getting used to the buttons. I did get called a stuck-up bitch. Get it, girl. girl with the, I said with I was the sorry. Picture. The girl with the OnlyFans? Yeah. Oof. She looked at me and she's like, can I get my deposit back? And I was like, fuck no, you can't get your deposit back. There's a deposit back. to go to Sober Living? Hell yeah. What is out-of-pocket cost for somebody's going? Okay, so if you're coming from self-pay, because I have the government pays for everybody it, right girl. now. But if you're self-pay you pay 300 dollars to come in and then it's 850 a month 850 850 which month. means they definitely need to get a job by 30 days right 100 percent. how if much you of relapse that? you not get you don't get your deposit back no hell no oh, that's Bye. crazy thank I you said, you're not getting your deposit she got stuck a bitch neta <laughs> what'd you do would you want to hit her no nah, everybody ran in the room like it was like Bad Girls Club. I'm like, you guys Ooh. need to relax. I am stuck a bitch. <laughs> I just didn't wear that name badge today. She just said it with another true. <laughs> so the girl with the OnlyFans seems Wait, to be. She, is that back the girl? On that one. She, yeah. she, she seems to be an issue. Well, she was an issue. She was an issue. And you know what's crazy, though? Side note. Mm. Times have changed because um, her probation officer hit me up. Mm. And like that was like the, the moment, the fork in the road for me. Like, you know, I have to tell her the truth. Which is? she She's not in my house no more. Oh. You know, it so, felt I felt like a like little a bit like I was a little bit. But then at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm, I'm here to better their lives. I'm not here to mm. cover for nobody. What don't want to be do? an enabler. Yeah. I'm you like, what am I going to do? Cover enabler. for her. And then, you know, she's out there doing some crazy. Some hood red shit. Anyways, eight hundred and fifty dollars a month is what it costs to live with you. Of that eight fifty that they're charging the sober living residents. How much is coming from them and how much is coming from the government? Oh, no, the government pays twelve hundred a bed. Okay. And they the pay 850 a bed. goes there. 
No, 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 no. The twelve hundred dollars comes straight to me. And eight fifty comes out of 850 them. Eight fifty is from self pay. Mm -hmm. So it's from somebody that's not coming from a program or doing outpatient. She like she's working and gonna give me the eight fifty. That's for everybody else that's coming from jail or from a program, the government like Medi-Cal pays for them. And that that's has nothing to do with So this is a business business, making yeah. money. Yeah. yeah. Get it, girl. So stupid. But it's also kind of like accountability, right? Like having them pay the eight fifty if they're working. It's like one hundred percent. Even after like five or six months, Medi-Cal stops paying, they'll pay a percentage. So they'll be like, hey, you have to cover 25% and then we'll cover the 75%. So then the girl will eventually be on her own and be able to pay that when she moves out. <sighs> Anyways. Prepping them. Prepping them for the real world. Hey, that one hurt you, huh? That one hurt did you. Know. Did you take your doll face club shirt back? That's from her? how I knew I grew right there. Uh. You know, not, there was no type of emotion. I was like, all right. Just no. wait till the things our kids are going to call us. Oh, <laughs> That's, I know. This is preparation. This is good preparation. How do you balance that lifestyle of being a mom and being, you know, a wife and operating not only the Dollface Club, the brand, but also the sober living component? How do I balance it? Yeah. You know how life is. You know, life is always about finding a balance. It's like you'll focus too much on careers and then your marriage will hurt. And you'll focus too much on your kids and then your work will hurt. And it's like you just got to, like, keep finding the right balance for you because it'll it'll always fluctuate. the pendulum always moves one yeah. way or the other yeah it's weird wife you know we're just talking about that like my personal life like could be on all cylinders killing it yeah, yeah. and then something happens from the, the business entrepreneur life mm -hmm. that kind of brings it all down and then the, the the entrepreneur and all the business they're just firing and flourishing and and you know just on a next level on a sick one and then it's like oh well this person is sick in our family or yeah. this is what's going on and I was telling wife, he's like, watch, as soon as everything gets good on both sides, I'll probably get hit by a bus or some shit. And then that'll <laughs> be the end. Sense. But it's the, the truth, man. Shit. You better goop up for good luck, man. You putting yeah, that kind yeah, of juju out there. I'm, not, I'm just throwing, I'm just putting <laughs> out bus. realities, bro. But when are you ever walking uh, by a bus? Um, hmm. <laughs> he looks pretty close to a bus stop, actually. <laughs> what else you got, Barry? Uh, well, what do you want to get out of your notes? You want to get anything out of your notes, too? I did watch a senator. A senator gave oh. an in. Let's talk about this parenting. Is this is a good segue into parenting. Let's get into parenting. <laughs> a New York se state senator went on a rampage, put out a video on how to find out if your son, daughter, your child is hiding something from you, specifically drugs, but in this case, even bullets. Barry, roll the tape. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me get the sound and everything oh, going. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Get this Here guy, we go. Man. Hold on. Hold on. Mm hmm. And here we go. All right, let's see what we got. That's Eric Adams. He is the senator of New York. No, we don't got sound. Hold on, hold on. This is exactly what I was worried about. <laughs> oh, what? Oh. Yeah. Some Suge Knight would do when he comes out. Huh? <laughs> Did you see this already? <laughs> no. Oh, man. You're on how to search a room inside their home. It's imperative that you should know what's inside your household. And no one can state that you can't search a room in your own home. You write the Constitution. There are no First Amendment rights inside Damn. your household. I need to take notes here, Clea. You too. You should show the people this at Dollface too. The child that may be using an illegal <laughs> drug in a group chat or right carrying now. an illegal gun. But you also have to protect the members of the household, their younger brothers and younger sisters, and the other elder members of the household. The younger elder. <laughs> he's basically giving you the no blueprint on how to look and see all the hiding spots for your kids in, in the room. Open to I think about all the time. Your house. Oh my 
and God. the members Look of your house. Uh, the message is, behind him. you expect your children I have those to do what's right. There's probably drugs in there. You always have to inspect <laughs> what you expect. And that's the key to providing some preventive safety. Inspect so you what you expect. Like this. You can start out, I always recommend to start out in a periodic fashion. Music. What's up with the music in the background? <laughs> um, the various items in Who the room. It? You can Barry, look probably box. the Daily the News. That's when we got the video. Maybe a simple jury box. But if you look through it closely, you don't Go know ahead. what your child What's in there, hiding. Senator? For instance, a machete. A Damn, a gun in the jewelry box. Look at the various colognes and perfumes and photos. That's some nice stuff. pictures. You should always, when your child bring in his popular knapsack with many different locations, popular knapsack. look through it to see what exactly is your child carrying in addition to a book. Something simple as a crack pipe. A used crack pipe. A crack there's there's a bubbler in light of crack, crack pipe. But this is a, he could have found a, this walking home from school, but it's in there. Start speaking with him to find out what is he doing with it. And, <laughs> and the whole use of drugs. This invokes conversations. Look at picture frames and behind them. Cameras try to determine what's what's taking place. Uh oh, this got gamer Steve right here. Uh oh, find bullets. Bullets. What does that mean? This kid's playing bullets? Call of Duty. Doesn't mean your child is, is carrying a gun. No. Where there's smoke, there's possible fire. Listen, I'm a gamer bullet, now, bro. I play Call of gun. Duty. You and when you're looking, when you're looking for things, what are they doing? doing you find bullets behind picture frames. Oh, for sure. So Look he's not too far off here. <laughs> I like that he's giving credit to. He's like, he's got bullets. Does that mean he's got a gun? No. <laughs> he's got bullets. Look at a baby doll. A baby doll. What's in the baby doll? Oh, wait. Why is it baby doll? Heroin. And the baby doll bow legged. That's my favorite part. He's like, you can secrete your marijuana in here. Like this with a button. Oh. Perfect invitation to hide something. What are they hiding in the senator? Uh oh, what did you I feel? Reach in, see what it is. Reach in. It's, it's another, another gun. Damn. Hey, yo, this fucking kid has all the guns, fool. <laughs> you think that can't be hidden there, but it can. And what happens not only when the person who's Did you guys have hiding spots in your room? Yeah, I'm gonna tell you all about mine right now, bro. <laughs> did you hide a gun in your pillow? <laughs> oh, fool. I kept that shit in a shoebox. Let me tell you what I'd hide it behind that, uh, that bear. Do. Do you think Senator Eric Adams has spit this whole thing from the dome, or it was rehearsed and he had like a, a script that he had to stick to? Not him, fucking. I kind of hope to believe that this is like real. He's just freestyling around. He's like, let's go to my kid's room and see what I can find. And believes it's a toy. Turn this shit down, Barry. Let's 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 let's, let's discuss. <laughs> let's let's unpack this a little bit. First off, Barry, we'll start with the. Oh, look at the heroin has been located. I hate it when my mom found my heroin. Hide it in the books. That's <laughs> nobody's looking in books. Ain't nobody looking in the Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> yeah, we got the internet now. Barry, did you have hiding places for your things? Did you did you ever get caught hiding things from your parents? So it was weird. I want my the mom, camera on you. I mean, I, I, want, I want to. I want the Barry. I'm gonna turn off this music. I guess it's too heavy. <laughs> uh, my mom used to go in my room and like look for food because we weren't allowed to have food in our rooms. What kind of household did you live in? Like, sad. well, because my mom didn't want ants and shit, you know. No so like, food I was in already in, I was already working at the van store, so I bought myself a pack of Oreos, and I didn't want to put them in the kitchen yet because if I opened them, put them in the kitchen, they'd be gone in a day. So I was well, like, they're, they're completely unopened. The whole family would just eat them. So I put them in my my sock drawer, unopened, buried them a little bit. My mom goes in there and finds them. And she's like yelling at me one morning, just like wakes me up. What are these? Like she found like a gun in my fucking <laughs> popular backpack or something. But what happened? She's yelling at me about that. And I just let her go. I'm like, all right, yeah, 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 whatever. Get out. She gets out. Completely missed the bottle of vodka hitting on the other side of the drawer. I was like, hell yeah, I'll take the Oreo play. Look at you, bro. Spoken yeah. like a through Polish person. All the all the vices. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Miss Clea? 
I, you know, I don't even remember. No? Were no. You, you, you were a bad kid or what's that? I was really bad kid. But what? I wasn't I wasn't like a hider. No? No. You flaunted it. Yeah. Out with it. I wasn't flaunting it, but I definitely didn't lie. I, that's like one thing my mom always says. Like, you, you never lied. You were a tweaker and you, you were like, man, it yeah. is what it is. It is what it is. I remember I was uh, turning 17, 18, 17, uh, still in high school, and my cousins could get me anything I wanted. It'd be like that. That's just what it was. Whatever I wanted, I could get from them, and they would hook it up. And some of the guys, like at school, wanted weed, so they gave me like a big old, <laughs> a big old brick of fucking weed, and it broken. Like, yeah, and all the nasty <laughs> twigs and everything there, sitting on top of my desk, you know, because I was like, whatever, it's not mine. I don't care. And my mom comes in right before my birthday. She's like, "Mijo, qué es eso?" Like crying, like hella disappointed in everything I've done. I said, "It's not for me." And she's like, oh, whatever. I said, it's not for me. The, the dudes on the soccer team from school want him. So I was just going to break it off to him. I said, like, I don't want that shit. And I was I was so just like, because I, I was a good kid. I wasn't a bad kid. I didn't smoke. Um, I barely drank. I wasn't a bad kid until like I got a little bit older. And even then, it was just throwing house parties, you know, yeah. where we charge money and stuff. But now it's like the shoe is on the other foot. You're a mom. Mm. I'm a dad. Barry's both. So it's like... <laughs> 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 so it's like, how are we going to prep? And it, it, I laugh at that video that the senator made because you know just the way it, it, it it's delivers it, it's, it's a little weird. And but are we gonna have to check in on our kids on the regular? I don't want to infringe on their privacy. I want my kids to have their own little you know private space. And I know they're bad, but they need their their privacy. And and unless I see some mm -hmm. shit popping off, hell no, no, hell no, go ahead. No. I'm such a paranoid mom, so, I mean, I don't know. He's only a year old, mm. but I'm so paranoid. Like, he'll fall, and I have, like, a meltdown. Mm. I know. It's weird. You'll get over it. You think so? Yeah. God, mm. it, it, like, scares me. I'm like, he's going to die. The, the, third one, we, the third one falls, we laugh now. <laughs> we, we, You know, it's like, it's they whatever. The first one, it was like, oh, se cayó el sonny, levanta lo madre. Like, pick him up. But uh, the second one's like, eh. The third one is like, <laughs> <laughs> like you should learn how to walk fool <laughs> oh my god okay i hope so i hate no. it yeah you're very overprotective i'm a helicopter mom having sure. your experiences growing up through your troubled age you know right. like does that kind of give you a, a a shorter fuse on what to look for or like warning signs we it's different these days Go these on. kids are playing video games like there's they're they're like younger older does that, does that mm -hmm. make sense no. i feel like when we were like 12 13 we were exposed to like crazy ass shit right these days are like 12 13 and they look like they're like four like fifth grade yeah you know they're I mean? little they're they're, they're not like mature young. yet they're, they're they're not mature they're younger it's a yeah. younger world these days they're skateboarding they're playing video games we like, were thrown out into the world and there was zero repercussion like i, I got in you know what i'm saying like it, yeah our I, parents didn't really know how to guard us from the new internet like we right. all saw rotten.com that is what it is like, for sure bro i saw all the bad shit 100 percent faces of death which oh i later learned was rotten fake rotten.com rotten.com uh, there's stuff that's still in my head from that website <laughs> there's there's one video from there i saw of so a girl who just learned how to drive and she crashed into like a a whole barrier and then they showed the actual video i was like oh my god i know things i never want to Let's watch pull it up. again no don't don't no. Do <laughs> <laughs> but it's crazy barry because you got no. yourself a two-year-old going on three or three is he going three? on four three on four yeah damn you got somebody you got to pay for at disneyland he's already hiding no shit wonder too. you don't want to take that little fool to disneyland no more <laughs> dude we snuck him in it was close it was close oh <laughs> shit fool <laughs> We, we had him in the stroller and we put him in there. Uh, I covered him up with blankets. Luckily, it was cold. And I put, him, I put him in the in the stroller with a blanket on him. And I just popped a pacifier in his mouth. And I was like, all right, dude, 
it's time to perform. You're a little actor. <laughs> pretend to be asleep. So he slept. He pretended to sleep all the way through the gate. And then when he got in, he oversold. He's like, oh, that was the best dream ever. I'm like, bro, you're still asleep. Oh, <laughs> like, <man. laughs> yeah. Did you give him some lion's mane? Well, what's up with these vivid dreams that he's having? No, it was fake. He was just selling it. <laughs> He was completely away. He's oh. but like yeah. So we catch it. We had we had money set aside in case they were like, nah, he's three now. You gotta pay for his ticket. We set that money aside just in case. But he sold it so well that he didn't have to get a ticket. And we're like, we're gonna use that money on a ticket. How do they tell though? Yeah, are they gonna ask him? He they looks ask? like he's like seven. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not that big. He's, he's he's all right. Oh man, but what are you gonna do, Barry? We park hopped. We what? did that three times in two days. What are you gonna do when young Peter comes home with oh just an innocent little crack pipe. Just an innocent little crack pipe. Mm. There's definitely be a lot, I feel like uh, there's going to be a lot of discussions going on. Yeah. Are you guys early on? Early mm. on. Like, mm. I don't I don't let him see, like, my weed and shit already. But okay. by the time he's in high school and stuff, I'm sure he'll figured it out. Like, dad smells funny all the time. Yeah. Like, so we're going to talk. I've told you what happened. I want him to be open. I'd rather him come to me about stuff than have me seek it out and be like, what is this? Like, I'd rather him be like, dad, somebody gave me this. What is this? Ooh. Really? Yeah, and then I can tell him, like, hey, man, let's not do this and tell me who that is. Things that we did in the late 90s, early 2000s, for us, for me, rather, um, pale in comparison onto what's going on in the streets now or in the world now. Things, you know, the the, the documentary that you're creating, you know, no one expects to die. Everything's laced. It's so cheap to put fentanyl in it that it's like, we just can't experiment anymore. Nope. I don't know. And then there's people that do coke, you know, that are like, oh, I know my connect. And it's like, how did they know? Do you know your connects connect? Do you know your connects connect? That's connects what I'm connect? saying. It's like, that that's same- why I don't do drugs. <laughs> that's why sober living is me forever. Go ahead. Let's get a room. Whoa, bro. Oh. <laughs> I got 850 additional funds just to go hang out. And we probably kicked out. If a man wanted to live there, absolutely not. Because it's strictly women. Yeah. Mm. I see the, the line. Eventually, <laughs> I mean, eventually I would, you know. Do something like that, like with men, where yeah. I could have my husband run it. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you guys. Yeah. <sighs> Drugs are crazy. I'm, I'm, uh, nothing scares me more than fentanyl. Nothing scares me more than my kids having a weak moment where they feel they peer pressure had to get do something to be viewed as cool. Right. You know, get peer pressured into something. For I feel me, like it's... this generation doesn't worry about that so much anymore, no. though. Yeah, no. they're different. My they kids are nerds. They're all so just like they've grown up in such like a supportive. Not maybe in their own home, but like just a supportive society that they're like, I could be whatever I want. I yeah. don't need to be cool. I don't need to impress you. I don't need you. Yeah. I don't need you. Like they're a little more independent like we'll, that. We'll see, bro. We'll see. It's a crazy world we live in, Barry. Barry, my internal clock is going off. Yeah. Where are we? We're at 110. <laughs> I'm telling you, it goes off at 115. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, what else you got Barry, before we wrap this bad boy up? All right. Well, you're a recent video gamer. Uh, yeah, I am. And what? I'm sure your kids I play probably- video games now. What? Yeah, I need I need what a to, Go ahead. I thought you were like boxing. That's tonight. You're boxing and Mondays and Thursdays. Yeah. Boxing on video games. No, 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 no. Boxing at House of Boxing on Rio tonight. <laughs> Join you. us there. Want to whoop my ass? Get in line. <laughs> 7:30 I'll be there tonight. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, Good so for I do, you. we do that on Mondays and Thursdays. Don't eat a double western bacon before you get in there though. You'll puke like Barry. Yeah. <laughs> Barry had Are you are you training with me tonight? Let's go. Neta chan. Let's go. Okay. Now you're talking. Oh, fuck. Do women go? You, my wife go? Is that what you ask? Women go. You women go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barry's going tonight. So it should be fun. It should be a barrel of laughs tonight. Girls' night. <laughs> you should grow. No? Huh? You're not, you're not a... 
You know what? Next round, I'm going to get shorter. Damn, for real. I'm going to get shorter ones because I'm going to start playing volleyball again. So maybe I'll start doing more Volleyball stuff. again. Is I love that volleyball. A, yeah, you're an athlete. Oh, yeah. There should be a uh, Dollface Club Sober Living volleyball team. I love volleyball so much. I get weirdly competitive, though. I'm not like a fun person to play with. Nothing about you <laughs> says that you wouldn't be competitive. Right. Everything I've, everything I've learned what the hell, and, Maddie? and gathered. Not one word the yeah. whole time. Right. Is, is Maddie part of the, the system with you? Which part? Is she a sober living with you or no? No. No, no. She's doing no. it on her own, independent? Yeah. She don't want to give you no money. Wait, what are you she's talking like, about? No. Does she, she live she's, at the Dollface Club sober? Oh. That, girl, that girl's a hustler. Nice. Look at her. There she is. She's a hustler. Straight from Washington, everybody. <laughs> her name is Maddie, not Mari. There we go. Welcome. Cool. Yeah, she looks yeah, Thank yeah. you for bringing her. We, we, we're going we're gonna to get her on the podcast next time. We're going to get down to her stories. She's going to Bali. She got a one-way ticket to Bali on February 12th just to go and live there and learn how to be a yoga master. So oh, we're going to talk to you when you get back. Oh, right? for sure. We're going to talk to you when she gets back. Look at the crew you roll with, dude. <laughs> Look at the people you surround yourself with. <laughs> That's what it I'm was, saying. It, can you just make it up? You know. Yeah, we'll get we'll you to record that, that, and we'll put that on the button we'll for you. Thank you. Nice. I've been the button every time he says Albania or your name. I just go there on the you. show. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were my fucking friend. I wear the shirt, and I'm like, I was going to ask you, whatever happened to that gravedigger shirt? I sold it. Not just later. How much no, did you I sell it. it for? I have it. No, I have it. How much would you sell it for? hundred bucks. Easily, right? Yeah. You've thought about it. No. Your tweaker side has thought about. I'd be interested to see if you got a hundred bucks for it. That's all. <laughs> no, oh, I I love that shirt. Thank you. Yeah, I almost got you another one this Friday what? or Saturday because I was at Monster Trucks. I, I was that. like, I bet I Clay would love another almost. one of these. I almost, <laughs> almost is like, oh look at me, look at I. Almost I didn't even get Pete one. Think of me. I didn't even get Pete one. Barry, anything to promote on your end, sir? Uh, birthday show coming up. I'm gonna be promoting the fuck out of this one. Birthday show. Birthday show. I'm when playing. When's your birthday? I feel February twenty fourth. Okay. So it's got a while, but I'm gonna be up in Carlsbad at American Heroes and Brews. Uh, so it's gonna be all ages this time. Carl's I've done a lot of non all ages birthday shows, and they always end up <sighs> me getting kicked out of Manhattan. So now we're going to a sandwich place that sells beer, where I think I could behave a little better. And in it's North up to County, you guys to come and make sure that I do. In North County, uh, Northish County, yeah. Yeah, I do love you. Canada I care light. a lot about you. I will not be in Carlsbad to celebrate your birthday. <laughs> yeah, I figured. Bring that shit down to the Send south. Send the kids; they can come. No, they. I don't. just told you why I can't do it in the south. Every time I've done it down here, do it at the Alamo. <laughs> Bad dude. I end up at fucking Tacos El Gordo fucking until three in the morning, just Sounds like perfect. pouring myself out of the seat. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Yeah. Oh Let's, how old are you turning? Thirty-four. Damn fool! I got ten years on both of you. You're thirty-four. I did. And you're now going to be 34. That's right. On February 24th. That's right. Look at you, bro. 30. I think, yeah, 34. Is that the next show coming up or do you not, what's going on? No, I still got the residencies, all that stuff too. Mm -hmm. But that's the one I'm going to be really pushing, pushing, pushing. Hey, can we start pushing this album that we're going to create? A little yeah. three song EP? Can we record this album? Please. I like to have something to push before it's I push time. it. It's time. It's time, bro. I, yeah. got, I got all of this, all of these ideas, yeah. all these energies that need to come out of me. You're going to rap? No, I don't, don't. I don't even know how to <laughs> gift rap. Gonna... <laughs> that's true. We did a competition. <laughs> they call me Lil Emo. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Emo. No. Hey, young, young no. brown, <laughs> young brown. <laughs> Ain't nothing young about me. No. Barry, let's wrap this up. Clea, wrap it up. Thank you for coming back. Thank does, you for does, having does me. Does this mean you're going to be coming back more? I would love to. Damn, that was too quick. You gotta play it a little. Like, no, I don't play games. Get it, girl. <laughs> give it, give us one last Albanian salute before we're out of here. Hey, yeah, let's get a DFC tattoo. I'll trade you a, a, a Dollface Club tattoo for an Emo Brown tattoo. One hundred percent. I'll have the artists come here. Yeah? Don't play. But uh, did you hear what I'm going to give you instead? Emo Brown? Where you gonna, what are you going to get? Emo Brown. Like the word or the person or what? We'll figure all that out. But you the, heard it no, here. I like it. Semantics. With, with it, uh, what do you call it? With a... <laughs> 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 no, the, like the shirts that you uh, have that, yeah. the, you know? The script. 
it what's it called fades like Ooh, the fades okay. on the background uh-huh. in between Spider. usually it's that's the richie moon the one right yeah huh? the richie moon one yeah we can do that yeah, yeah we can do that I'm down oh shit Maddie's getting one too. Hey Barry, check me out every Tuesday through Thursday the at the Oprah brewery. Because I'm pouring beer now at Three Punk Ales. Every what days? Really? Tuesday through Thursday. Oh shit! Yeah. It was just Wednesdays. Payroll is expensive. Who did I you fire? <laughs> no one yet, but we, no. I got a list. Ah. Push that button. Wrap it up. Thank you for cruising in Dollface Club. So we're living half a house. Yeah. 